Hey guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are listening from all over the world. And welcome to Love Lockdown, the podcast, where non-relationship experts give relationship advice that perfectly works for them. I'm one of your hosts, Britt, a.k.a. Britt Brat on YouTube. And I'm Chris, a.k.a. The Bearded One. And this episode today is brought to you by our friends over at MrsKisses.com. Hey, Love Lockdown babes. I'm Amanda Marie, founder and CEO of MrsKisses.com. I've created the first patented frontless, backless, and strapless bra tool. A tool because it is more of a non-surgical breast augmentation than a bra. Not only does it give you the perfect cleavage you deserve, but it also gives proper support while remaining invisible. I'm so excited to share with all you beautiful ladies out there as well as offer you a special discount using my girl Brit's code, BritBrat15. She is a proud owner of both the Deep Plunge and Modest Plunge bra and can vouch that they're life-changing. I can't wait for you to check it out, MrsKisses.com, and get that perfect cleavage you've always desired. Today's episode may tug on a few heartstrings because we will be discussing long-distance relationships. Are they really worth it? Today's topic will be one for all the distant lovers out there because we are talking about long distance relationships. Long distance, (laughs) y'all. Well, you know, to start off, what do I have to do? You got to give them your research and you got to give them to them in definition. I can't stand you. All right. So we have the Webster's definition first. Long distance is an adjective. And how you pronounce it is long distance, so pretty much what it sounds like. Um, It is of or relating to telephone communication with a distant point, especially outside a specified area. Long distance relationships. A strong emotional commitment to another one who is far away and often beyond physical access most of the time. So that's good old Webster for you. All right, now what we got for the Urban? So for the for the urban, <laughs> urban Meyer, <laughs> uh, for urban, we've got this is something that requires a great deal of maturity and emotion it is only ever effective in the case of lofty, strong, loving relationships. In many cases, people can be far too simple minded or immature to benefit from long distance relationship. If someone is more interested in intimate physical contact with others than they are in an emotional bonding, then they should not. And will not function in long-distance relationship. But if both partners are very serious about each other for reasons beyond physical, it can be very worth it. Because that situation, one may find it impossible to be satisfied with a replacement relationship. Now, let me give you these examples because that took forever. My goodness. (laughs) So, Bob, Bob, why the hell are you in a long-distance relationship with her? Bob, because I love her. Bub, that's so lame. There's so many hot girls here, and you can't do anything about it. Bob, I care about a lot more than that. Bub, whatever. You candy ass. All right. Hey. Yeah. How come I never feel like the urban examples go with anything that they said about the topic? Oh, my gosh. They don't. Because they always have to be silly. And I think it's funny. God, what are they even talking about? I don't know. And why would they do Bub and Bob? Like, those names are so similar. Because it's Urban. <laughs> <laughs> but for one 
once we actually had Urban, I feel like Urban was a little tame today. I feel like it was a little West Websterish. Yeah, on the it was. definition, but then it got back to Urban it, on the example. Definitely with the examples, but yeah, it it was definitely a little bit more informative than the usual. Well, thank God we got the American and pop culture definitions coming from me, right? You can't wait for that. You know why? Why? This is America, Jack. All right, to 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 make it simple from what we just heard from the Webster and the Urban Dictionary, a long distance relationship is a relationship where you can't see the person whenever you feel like it. You can't just say, let's meet up and meet up. So by that, I mean, you're at a distance that is not travelable by day. Mm. Steep, bro. American and pop culture. Always there for you when you need it. <laughs> Things you didn't know. <laughs> well, you know, I, I got some research on my own yeah. that I brought to the table. Um, You know, I got to give you the history on the whole thing. I'm waiting for it too because I can't wait to hear this. Well, it, it's very, it's very, very surprising. What's that? Long distance relationships have been around from the beginning of time. Oh, shocker! <laughs> <laughs> no, long distance relationships really have been around from the beginning of time, and I had to go get some facts because it really wasn't that much history since people have been doing it since humanity has been around. Man. I figured that was going to be a little bit more difficult to find because I was like, like there's war and stuff that happened. I know people been doing it for you got war way forever, you know, you got, you know, horseback ride, you know, it, it, everything ain't always been close. Slavery, slavery, you know, everything ain't always been close. You know what I'm saying? So the distances in relationships have mm -hmm. been there from the beginning. It's crazy. So here's a little fact for you. In 2015, they did a survey, and they said close to 14 million people were surveyed, and they considered themselves to be in a long-distance relationship. Mm. About 33% of those relationships were college relationships. The average amount of distance in those relationships were 125 miles. Oh, wow. And that's around two hours, right? Yeah. Hour 45, mm -hmm. two hours if you're driving the speed limit, mm -hmm. um, depending on if there's a highway between y'all or not. <laughs> I love how you said if you're driving the speed limit, <laughs> you little left foot. <laughs> so couples in a long distance relationship call each other on an average of 2.7 times per day. On average, couples in a long distance relationship will visit each other 1.5 times. So one and a half times. I don't know how you get the half time. But they said on average one and a half times. <laughs> um, also, couples in long distance relationships expect to live together around the 14th month of dating. I hate when they do that 14th month, you know? Yeah, just say the years. You know, it was a year and two months. Yeah, so like they, just say so that. So they expect to live together after that. <laughs> okay, that's, un that's, that's acceptable. I understand that. And 40% of long distance relationship couples break up. Around four and a half months into the relationship. Hmm. That's the time that couples most commonly start having problems. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Couple more for you. 70% of couples in a long distance relationship break up due to unplanned circumstances and events. I don't know what that means, but hmm. clearly that's something special. We'll get to that later. Yeah, I was about to say. About 75% of couples in long distance relationships end up being engaged at some point in their relationship. So at some point in your long distance relationship, you better have the ring on deck. Because it says 75% in this survey. 
Around 10% of couples maintain a long-distance relationship after marriage. Now, that's mm. special. Yeah, that's really special. About 3.75 million married couples are in long-distance relationships in the U.S. alone. And that's married couples. No, that's 3.75 couples, period. Oh, couples, period. Okay. I thought you meant couples that are already married, but still, like, living apart. That's only 10% of the couples in the the whole shebang. Got you. So, out of 14 million, 10% of them are long distance after marriage. Got you. I would like to just go back real quick and say how you mentioned the ring thing. We have a whole ring episode, so if you guys need help on figuring out the right price for that. <laughs> or if it's big enough. Or if it's big enough, hey, check that episode out, too, because we've already helped Shameless you in that plug. department. <laughs> yeah, but you guys, we have a perfect song to kind of go into introducing the topic of today. Yes, we do. My so we're going to give you a short clip of it. Hit it. <laughs> Distant love, 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 Listen, man, this dude had to be in a long distance relationship. No, honestly, (laughs) Marvin Gaye is timeless. But I will say that you will never disrespect him again talking over his music. Listen, I did Marvin Gaye a favor. Let me tell you why. Why? You can tell Marvin has some horniness built up from his long distance relationship. Oh, my goodness. The way he was singing that thing. R.I.P. Marvin. This man is rolling in his grave right now. Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. One of the goats. Yeah. Oh. The yeah. greatest rendition of our national anthem ever. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, oh, shout out Beyonce. Don't don't cut my lights oh, off. Oh no, you didn't say Whitney. Shout out Beyonce. Don't cut my lights you off. Said, you said Beyonce before Whitney. But a but bit listen, to it, guys. But listen, but listen, listen. <laughs> this is why Marvin, you need long distance. Marvin had <laughs> the sexual frustration built mm-hmm. up. From that long distance relationship and that song. I felt it. I felt it. It it really described everything that you go through. Just the emotions. Just in that short clip. It's so real. So I'm just going to go with our woman's perspective first and foremost. I feel like for any woman out there, when you hear the word long distance, especially when it comes to your own relationship, you just think of the word doomed right away. Like just doomed because we're already emotional creatures so i feel like the fact that we can't be face to face with our significant other on a daily basis that's real difficult how about you what do you think such a dude (laughs) you are such a dude why do you think because that's what dudes think yeah dudes like man how far is she yeah man Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying just the thought of that is crazy you know what I'm saying? And especially if in today's world where you online dating, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine online dating. Yeah, no. And then going into a long distance relationship, having never seen the person face to face. No, that would be awful. Awful. 
absolutely awful. And I was trying to put myself in a regular woman's perspective, but like, I have to keep it real sometimes like doomed. I just, if you know, if you don't truly have feelings for someone, you haven't known them long enough beforehand, like it just wouldn't work out for me, homie. It's just how the cookie crumbles. When when dudes here is like, never going to get it, never going to yeah. get it, never going to get it, never <laughs> going to get it. It's just automatic, just not necessary. I don't even want to be bothered with it, bro. Right. You know? It's a, it's a lot it's, it's a lot strenuous as a thought process mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. it actually is as a relationship. Yeah. You know? It and, definitely is. And that's the crazy part. So let's let's get into the show. Okay. Okay, so getting into the meat of the topic, I think we need to discuss these college kids first. Yeah, I was and surprised with the number that man, you said. 50% of college students mm-hmm. That's really make young up to... all of the long-distance relationships in the world. So and college students make up 50% of the whole thing, of yeah. 14 million. That's crazy. And I remember even going into college with going to, like, orientations and stuff. Like, that was the main thing they said. Like, don't expect to be... With your high school boyfriend, once you get into college, you guys are going to break up. And I thought they were lying, but let me tell you something. <laughs> First week into college, guess what I did? Turkey dump. I definitely turkey dumped. Broke up with Explain my high school boyfriend. Explain to the people what turkey dump is. <laughs> well, a turkey dump is something I didn't even know about before we did our research. But this is a college rite of passage when droves of long-distance couples from high school break up over their first weekend back at home together. So this isn't technically the first week. I'm bogus because mine was just the first week of being in college. So did you call him? Yeah, I did, yeah. So you broke up over the phone. How long was y'all together? Five years. Five? First of all, five. So y'all started dating when you were in middle school? No, 16, 17, 17, 18, 19, You was only in high school for four years. Uh, Yeah, no, we were in middle school. I couldn't even date until I was 17, so... Three years? Three years. It yeah. felt like five. Maybe that's really what it was. Man, I'm about to say Jesus. Yeah, you no. A, yeah, no, well, mom and three dad. Three years is still bad to give somebody a phone breakup over. Yeah, I couldn't even date before, until like 17, 16. So, no, Yo. my parents weren't playing that. So, you called this dude. I did. Mm-hmm. And you broke up with him over the phone after being in college for a week. We were long distance. What else could I have done? You know? Well, I don't even consider that long distance, but we'll just go with that. Well, I mean, how, how else? far you were? How far were you away from this dude? Well, he was already in college. He was like hitting his sophomore year. Where? How far? How many miles would you say? Where was he? Baker's College, Owasso, and I was at Central. So that's not that far. That's probably about thirty-five minutes. I don't know the distance, but I feel like back then, for what it was, and having to walk all the way to my parking lot car <laughs> do you remember how far you had to walk to oh, get no, to no, your no, car no, no, your no, freshman no. year i remember yeah they didn't want you driving as a freshman yeah no because you had to get a full workout to go get your wheel yeah if you didn't freeze to death first yeah Yo, honestly so no i, I got you <laughs> it, but what i'm saying is yeah. this dude put in three years with you mm-hmm. you gave this dude a phone call Yes, we were at, like, it was high school relationship. What more am I supposed to do? We what weren't married. What made you married. make the phone call? Did you, or did you, had you already seen some prospects? It's not even the prospects. It's just that I didn't feel like being tied down in college like that. My first week, I was excited. Well, it's funny that you say that because. Impressionable, you know? My peoples gave me a speech. My uncle told me don't take sand to the beach. Yeah. You don't do that. You definitely don't do that. 
And yeah, he was absolutely know. right about that. Yeah, absolutely, because it'd have been a lot of cheating going on. <laughs> oh yes, and that's For expected. Sure. Like, there's nothing. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. Like, you're young. You're in college. You're learning, meeting new people. Like, you just shouldn't. And plus, anyways, he had tried to get me to go to college with him. And I was like, dog, no. What happened to me, too? Yeah, no, so, absolutely not. I'm about to take my own path. Except I didn't wait till I got to college. I just kind of left it right where it was. And the funny part is I was smacking it, flipping it, and rubbing it down within two days of being on campus. <laughs> and we was there <laughs> like, early. You're just doing too much with that. <laughs> so, smacking, flipping, nothing down. I was, but I was I just, for sure <laughs> smacking, flipping it, and rubbing it down. Couldn't believe, couldn't believe where I was at or what was going on, yeah. but it was wild and crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, mine wasn't because of wild or crazy needs or anything like that. It was just because, you know, it was like a culture shock. I came from a high school graduation of 105 people, and then to go to college and meet all these new people and everything, like, it was just one of those things where it was like, see ya. Ah, left in the dust. Yeah, yeah. But so that's what turkey dump is. (laughs) <laughs> you dump that jive turkey definitely so our long distance didn't <laughs> work out <laughs> but so how do you think that long distance relationships compare to face to face relationships well speaking from experience because if you guys didn't know me and Britt were a long distance relationship to start off we were and let, let me give you some background in case you didn't know we were friends four years previous to us dating mm-hmm. four years and I think it's interesting you're saying this because I feel like we don't really talk too much about our relationship on these like yeah. podcasts, which is funny because this is a relationship podcast and we're married. Yeah, we've been married for almost four years now. Yeah. And we were friends probably, uh, what was it, 2005 till 2011 when we started? Yeah. Let's just say when we started. I watched you flip, dip, and die. <laughs> Me smack it, flip it, and rub it down. That's what I was doing. I watched the pimping, pimping. What yeah. is it you always say? You you you, you watched the pimping. Yeah, no, like, I we were, we were, were friends. There. We were definitely, we watched each other grow up. Yeah. For sure. And um, always knew we wanted to be together, but it just never worked out that way. That's another story for another day. Right. But we ended up dating <laughs> and starting our dating in a long distance relationship mm-hmm. around about the average distance uh-huh. of long distance relationships, though. I think we were a total of 130 yeah. miles away. That's what just blew my mind when you were reading off those statistics, because I was like, yo, that sounds oddly familiar. Yo, and the crazy part is, in the middle of our relationship, I moved further away. Yeah, you sure did. So, um, the difference between long-distance relationships and I, I, I just feel like there is more communication-based. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can't, I don't, I don't think it's for the weak hearted either. No. Like you cannot be no. one of those um, untrusting people mm-hmm. and be in a long distance relationship. That's not how it works. No. I think honestly, like, like you said, it depends on the type of person you are. We're a product of making it through a long distance relationship, but you and I are two very special people. Like I'm a female that knows myself. I have been good with being alone like you have to be good with knowing yourself and being alone i with live yourself, by myself for sure. 
Yep, and in college, I had lived by myself, and I pretty much was the only child because I had two older brothers that are 15 years apart from me. You I know? had a younger sister that's like <laughs> eight years younger than me. Yeah, so, like, when you're good with yourself, like, it's easier, I feel. And the way I think is just like a guy. I'm so busy you all are the time. A dude, though. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, like, I feel like that's why I said it's for not for the week mm-hmm. because you have like both people have to have a life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to trust each other and you have to have a life. I think I was in school and working for our first two years of our relationship. I was student teaching. Right. So <laughs> to be honest, even when I did see you, I think back and I'm like, how did we do that? Man, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But I think the only difference is you just don't see that person. Yeah. Every day. So it's a little bit more trust, a little bit more communication. And they said around 2.7 times a day that you post a call to a person. Was um, it more than that? I think it might have been around that amount for calls. Yeah. But the calls lasted forever. And I don't think we ever stopped texting. No, we didn't. And And we had FaceTime. Like, we were blessed with FaceTime. We had just got FaceTime. Just got it. Like that, if that's not like something on our side, yeah, we had just got FaceTime, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah, even though you didn't even have internet yet, but we won't go there. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, there was so much that was trying to keep us apart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got a question for you, as always. Yeah, how often mm-hmm. do you think that you should see each other? And I and I'm gonna put this on a per month basis because. The research says that the average couple in a long-distance relationship sees each other 1.5 times. I still don't know what the point five is, <laughs> but yeah. how often do you think that you should see each other as a couple per month? Well, a wise man once told me, and I'm not going to point any fingers at <coughs> you, but um, a wise man once told me that if you truly care about someone, then you'll take the time to see them. So you're never too busy if you care. Whoever that wise man was had some game. <laughs> that boy was spitting that no, fire. No, honestly, you guys, that's that's like the main way he got me because like I was on some bull. I'm not gonna lie. Like it was it was hard for me to go and see him sometimes. But then when he said that, I was like, you know what? Time is of the essence. So, um, I feel like if you are at the distance we were, like two hours, two hours away, it should be at least every other weekend. Right. Yeah. I feel like we was close enough to do every other weekend. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like other couples, you should at least make it once a month. Yeah. It should be one week out of the month. Y'all should be together. If, But even if you are, what about like distance, distance? Like cross country. Yeah. What do you think about like that cross one? country, that's a special case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really, honestly, just believe y'all should find somebody else. <laughs> I hate to say that. Because I feel like everything can work, but I truly feel like you should just go find somebody else. Like, if you cross country, if you got the dough and you can do the once a month thing, cool. Or if you like to drive. It's some people out here who like to drive and they like to be on the road and they lo- they love that life. Man, cross country, though? I mean, you <sighs> know, that you might have to spend your weekend, drive a day, yeah. see a day, drive another day. Yeah, you got to be Bill Gates, though, with that money in order to do that. I feel no, like I mean, gas, you know, money, all that. You know, it, you know, what's it worth to you? Mm-hmm. That's true. See, now, what do you think about the difference between 
knowing someone prior to and just getting to know someone and then already starting long distance. I think if you're just getting to know somebody, you yeah. you stand probably a 3% chance of yeah. completing yeah. that long distance relationship. Yeah. Because I think the main thing that helped us through, mm-hmm. and in all seriousness, I mean this, the main thing that helped us through is that we we knew each other previously. Exactly. I was going to say the same thing. Like, I don't think it would have worked if we had just met each other a week ago and then been like, hey, let's do this long distance I'm not going to say it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> yeah. But it would have been a hell of a lot harder. It would have been because this is what it is because you already don't know each other. Think about it. You don't know each other. So that's already you're going into trust issues and, you know, it's just a lot that goes into it. The prior knowledge of a relationship to make a long distance relationship work. No, and, and that's no doubt. I feel like if you know somebody and you get in a long distance relationship with them, a lot of things that you would struggle with mm-hmm. are out the window because you already know that person a little bit. Yeah. You know, especially the way we had it, where we had a friendship for years. Mm-hmm. So we we kind of had a heads up on the competition because we had a friendship for years. Mm-hmm. So you know, ours is a little bit different. But I I couldn't imagine these days you just getting to know somebody. No, and you long distance relationship no. dating. First of all, how do you really know somebody? You don't. That's your long distance relationship. An example again, like I knew you were a very vague texter. You know what I mean? Right. Because I knew you. So any other girl. Would just be getting to know you, and you just be like, "Yep." In a text, he'd be like, oh, "What text. is he doing?" If you <laughs> like got he something does to say, text. call me. Right, and I understood that because I knew you, so that worked for me. Right, like a "Yep" text to me was like, "Baby, I love you." You know what I mean? Because right, like, right, 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 right. I knew the fact that I responded means, "Hey, <laughs> oh, we're important." Yes, exactly. But any other person didn't know that they'd be like, "Man, what's he on?" Right. You're right. And we all know how text messages can get misconstrued. Oh, you know, boy. they don't really have any emotion. So the person that's receiving a text message has to put their own emotion to it. <laughs> so we already know how text messages can get misconstrued. Yeah, I probably and wouldn't then, even suggest it, text messaging that much. Right. If you, don't know, if you don't know somebody and you shooting text, <laughs> good luck. If they capitalize on things, you might think they mad at you that day. Like, and don't don't be and don't be with somebody who can't spell. Oh, oh my goodness, right? Because not only do you not understand them, but now you're being disrespectful because uh, you're asking them what they said. <laughs> now. now you now you just making up responses because you don't even know what they're talking about. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what do you think about long distance, though, being temporary? I think if you know a long, a long distance relationship is temporary, like mm-hmm. they said, most people get engaged at some point in a long distance relationship because you got to have an end goal. And most people plan on moving in together during their long distance relationship. Yeah. I feel like that alleviates a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. It does. We actually planned on moving in together. Mm-hmm. We actually planned on getting engaged the whole nine yards. It just made it exciting. It wasn't even the exciting portion. It was more of like, have it an end goal. We know that there's a light at the end of mm-hmm. the tunnel. Exactly. So we're not just doing this to pass the time. We're doing this with a goal in mind. Right. Because that's with anything in life, though. Like, no one wants to work towards something not knowing what's going to happen next. Like, you're not going to work every day 
not getting paid. You know what I mean? Like, you right. know you're going to get a paycheck when you go to work or else you wouldn't do it. Right. And and we're obviously long distance advocates seeing mm-hmm. that we're together. I don't want it to seem like we're bashing long distance relationships. No, not But at I all. do not want the people out here listening to me to think, think that I'm saying it's easy. Yeah, because it's, it's not. not. <laughs> it's, it's a not. lot of work. It's, it's a lot not. of work. So it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot more than actually being able to lay up under somebody all day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's uh, it's harder, I feel, than like being married. You know how people are always like marriage is hard. Like, no, I, I, I think that's, that's silly when people say that. And that brings me to my next point. I yeah. feel like a long distance relationship, if you can make it through, mm-hmm. sets it up for the rest of your relationship to be easy. Yeah. First of all, all of the communicating that you have to do. What else is there to talk about when y'all get together? Nothing. You already know <laughs> every question that you could think about asking. Yeah. Because you're trying to figure out what to talk about some nights. Mm-hmm. You're falling asleep on the phone talking. You're talking some more. You're texting. <laughs> it's just a lot it's of all talking. you're doing. Yeah. So you're communicating, you're communicating, you're communicating. You get together. You actually really, really, really know the person in depth. Mm-hmm. So it's time to get physical. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Well, that's what everybody was thinking, though. I mean, I feel like you should still be getting physical in your long-distance relationship. I mean, yeah. You should definitely be smacking it, flipping it, and rubbing it down. (laughs) Thank goodness for FaceTime and Skype. Yeah, you know, you got your little helpers, you know. Make it interesting. But no, for real, though, like, if you can make it through a long-distance relationship, you can pretty much make it through anything in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, everything else after that is easy. Right. Okay, now you got to let me know, and and we're going to have a discussion about this. Okay. Who do you think adjusts better to long-distance relationships, men or women? I think women. Why? Because I think that once we get past the, like, emotional part of you know, get going. I feel like once we get away from each other, like we're just better at handling ourselves, staying busy, being with our girlfriends, you know, working, shopping, doing things like that. I just feel like women adjust. You guys are more, I hate to say dependent, but I mean, you guys need someone to take care of you. You want someone to cook for you. You need that physicality. And I feel like, you know, we don't need that. Sounds kind of disrespectful. Do. Yeah, it does. Definitely. And you might be offended by it. I'm sorry, but just love lockdown. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like, you guys are more needy, I feel. Okay. So, I would say mm-hmm. that for long distance relationship, women really? are just better. And I'm going to say this because men are more physical creatures. Um, yeah, exactly. It's harder for men to be faithful. Right. When, especially when you got competition. Mm-hmm. That's in your face all day. Mm-hmm. You got to be a strong. Like I said, it's not for the weak. It's not for the weak hearted. It's not. You got to be a strong individual. Yeah. You got to be. For instance, I lived on a college campus for our first two years. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of ass getting thrown around. Right. Getting thrown in my direction, should I say. You know what I'm saying? So I had to be strong in knowing that, you know what I'm saying? I got something better on the other side. Right, but the, the, I think also when you're with someone who has confidence too, it's easier because even though you had that, I knew that you know I, it was it was it, you know, it was confidence, <laughs> but it was also more of 
I had been smacking it and flipping it and rubbing it down for years at that point. Yeah, but I think you also knew that I knew that, you know, if you were fooling around, like, I could easily have the next two. So it was just like, that that to me, really, I feel that like That didn't really hold me up. No, 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 no. I'm talking about for me. Okay. It was easier for me to cope with you because it was like one of those things where it was like, mm, you know, I just had so much confidence in myself. I was like, look, and that's not with just you. That was just anyone I dated. It was If he cheated on me, then that's his problem. Sorry for him. He missed out. You oh, know? I'm going to be honest. I was working midnights and going to school. First of all, if you've ever worked midnights mm-hmm. anywhere, and I was at a plant. You ever work midnight anywhere? <laughs> you ain't got time for nothing no. but paying bills during the day and eating. Because you, cause you got to go right back to work because you're waking up in the, in the evening. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I, and you throw a relationship in there. That's all the time I have, folks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? School, relationship, work. School, relationship, work. School, relationship, work. That was it. I was student teaching with third graders. I was happy to even eat. What? I couldn't even think about you. Say what? I couldn't even think about Give me like the plant. you cheating. I Give me the plant. Like, <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, that was crazy. Yeah, for real. Give me the plant. But no, I think women are just way better than men mm-hmm. because of the communication part, though. Yeah. I feel like women are talkers. They like to talk everything through, so it just works easier for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that that's right up their alley. Because even if you're in person, you know you know women want to talk. <laughs> Jeez. So do you think that when you get used to being distant, that it causes a breakup when you actually are together? Mm-hmm. From my experience, no. Well, yeah. But I could see how it could. Because mm-hmm. you're just so used to being apart. And- I think that if you're used to your independence, the hardest thing for you to do is to get used to sharing your space. Definitely. But I grew up in a house full of a ton of folk. (laughs) Yeah. So I was really used to it. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was independent, had my own space, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, I I still was like, you know what I'm saying? My family was share. If you put something in the refrigerator, it's fair game. No, same here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, you know. I I lived in a house with like six people. There was never a time where I was alone. Right. I was used to that. I do feel like, though, there were still times where even when we were together, you would be like, babe, you don't have to do this by yourself anymore. Right. It took some getting used to, but right. it was worth it. You remember how I used to have to get you to share the sink in the bathroom? Is the sink. Even, like, he, guys, he still laughs at me now bringing in groceries because I have oh to get, like, God. every bag. And he's like, you know I'm here oh now, right? <laughs> like, it's like a competition with herself. Yeah. Let me grab everything I can to see how much I can carry. Oh, yeah, because I was just so used to being independent. And it, it took a lot. But, like, I was I was excited to get rid of that independence yeah. for, for you. And I can't say that for everybody. It takes someone special to have done that for me because I am a very stubborn very independent person. And I'm going to get deep with you on this portion. Yeah. Growing up in a house full of people mm-hmm. probably makes you more independent than growing up by yourself. Oh, for sure. Because you have to learn to be independent in a crowd. Yeah. So, for instance, me and my wife can be together today in the same room less than five feet away from each other. Mm-hmm. And, and we're by ourselves. We won't talk. Nothing. We're good. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> in our own areas, mm-hmm. in our own space, in our own zones. 
And that's that's from growing up with big families. Yeah. So I think that kind of helped us out a lot. Like when it came to sharing space, like we don't need to be apart to be apart. Right. That's a perfect way of putting it. That's a really good way of putting it. <laughs> because honestly, like even even growing up, like everybody was so much older in my house that with two older brothers, it still felt like I was an only child, you know? Well, you know, I had to learn how to find, find peace wherever I could find it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just had to go to the bathroom to get some peace. Yeah. There were times I was two years old doing like stupid two year old stuff. And my mom was like, what are you doing that for girl? You're acting like you're two. And it's like, I am two. Well, you know, (laughs) you you ain't got to act like you did partner. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. Okay, so give me your top three things that's the most important in a long-distance relationship. And I need them from three to one. Technology. So FaceTime. Okay. Um, definitely a vehicle. Okay. So transportation. Just, yeah, transportation. Okay. Somehow for you to be able to see each other. Um, even if it's not a transportation, but the, does money count? As transportation, or would that be separate? Because money will be next it's if they you. don't go together. It's up to you. Okay. This is your three. This so, ain't my three. Okay, so technology. I'm trying to give the people the the proper stuff, though. You know what I'm saying? Technology, vehicle, transportation, or money and money. Which one is the most important? Money. Gotcha. Because if you have money, you can do everything. <laughs> so you can't be a broke long distancer. You can't because if you don't have money, you can't buy the technology. Man, can you imagine us being in a long distance <laughs> relationship having Cash App? Oh, my goodness. That would have been amazing. Right? Being able to share money. Amazing. Via Cash App. Yeah. Nuts, right? Yeah. Okay, so my top three things. My top three things in order. Number three, I think you need to have. Okay, and mine are all on the mental side, by the way. I think it's important for you to have confidence. That's mm-hmm. number three. Trust is number two. And patience is number one. Mm, I like those. And, and then I say confidence because, like you said before, without confidence, uh, you'll make that long distance relationship a short term one. Yeah. You know, because you don't, you, you don't have the confidence to know who you are. Oh, good luck yeah, yeah. you gotta uh, know yourself trust <laughs> that goes along with everything i just said plus more if you don't trust the person that you with then you might as well wrap it up anyway and then patience because you gotta have the patience to know that everything is going to work out and that comes with being with the person who's helping you work towards what you're going for too right Oh, and I love the way you just said that. Right. Yours was ghetto. No, yeah, mine was. You, you just made me feel pretty terrible. But no, I I feel like I gave the physical stuff you really, truly need. You yeah. do need that I think stuff, we gave you know both sides, yo. You ain't, no, got no mo- you ain't got no money. So no. It's going to be hard to have confidence. Yeah. There were times I was selling stuff on eBay, pawn shopping things, just so I could come and see. Boy, I loved you. The hustle. I love you, boy. The like, hustle. seriously, like, we grind it for our relationship, you guys. We make it look easy, but man, we, we make did it look a lot easy of work. Because it was work. hard in the beginning. Exactly. Like, there's just people always ask, like, 
<laughs> what it is about us is because when you work so hard to be with someone that you truly love, like everything is worth it. And at the end of the day, don't try to out. You have to have me. that. Don't no, try I know to that's out beautiful me though. It is beautiful. But you trying to out beautiful me definitely right now. not. You know, I wasn't. You definitely, like, so you, you guys turned your <laughs> sweet voice on and everything. <laughs> so you guys, this is the competitive part of us. This is what we do all day long. <laughs> but <Yay. laughs> get these people your final thoughts so we can get up out of here. My final thoughts. I think if you are in a relationship with someone that you truly care about and you did exactly what I said we just did it's worth it but don't it's not worth the stress if you are someone that just met someone and you're doing all that like just just let it go bro and find somebody a little closer to you if you're not being able to sleep at night and you're losing hair and you're sweating all day long thinking about him doing something he shouldn't be doing then you just need to let it go yeah <laughs> pretty much but my final thoughts are this in order to be good at a long distance relationship you must first be good at a relationship so that means be good at being around somebody first don't do long distance relationships if you can't be with somebody that's in your face in order to build your relationship chops sow your royal loats or whatever you want to call it you gotta have your game together you got to have your game face on. If you can't communicate with girls face to face, you're not going to be able to hold your own over the phone. So practice up, smack it, flip it, and rub it down, people. Inside of me. Check the chocolate. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Love Lockdown Long Distance. If you like what you heard, please hit the subscribe button to be alerted every time we post a new episode. Do you have something to say? Do you have some input? Don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram at Love Lockdown Podcast. For all your weekly giveaways, topics, and discussion boards.